0: Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're looking at some bug articles from May. I don't really have anything to chat about before we, you know start doing our thing so let's just jump right into some articles about bugs that came out in the last couple of weeks so the first article's title is a real winner it's quote weevils long-nosed beetles are the unsung unsung heroes of pollination end quote the title really says it all weevils are great pollinators but nobody seems to notice or care article states some of nature's most diverse pollinators often go unnoticed even by scientists the weevils especially um which makes sense we talk about the bugs that like interact with our plants how they do pollinate to some degree but some of them just like aren't great pollinators But this study uh, did, like, a deep dive into more than 600 species of weevils, including ones whose entire life cycles are interwoven with a specific plant that they help pollinate. Sorry about that. Um, But, yeah, it's important to look at the relationships that living things have with each other in their environments, especially when those environments are threatened or going away we talk a lot about um bugs that are losing their natural environments to deforestation and things like that so looking at how they how the weevils interact with their plants that they prefer how they help those plants it's great we love good pollinators i super love weevils they're just so cute And the article is a great example of ecological relationships that humans are still figuring out, which is super exciting. Uh, The next study is about bumblebees. I know it's a pollinator heavy episode so far. So this one found that carrying pollen heats up bumblebees, which raises new climate change questions. So basically carrying pollen was found to be more of a workout than previously thought for bumblebees. Because the act of carrying pollen heats the bumblebees up the same that, like, a regular workout does for us, there are concerns that they won't be able to pollinate as much, if at all, when climate change further results in greater temperature increases. This is, of course, a big problem that scientists are now looking into. In fact, most insect bodies' temperatures are determined by their environments, so this is a problem we'll see across the board, which is terrifying. So if you think about it, let's say this summer is two degrees hotter than last summer. Does that mean bumblebees won't be out? Does that mean the bumblebees aren't going to carry pollen? Does that mean the bumblebees are just going to die because they can't function as well? It's super scary. It's being looked into, but like the prospects is... Horrifying. Um, I do have two more articles for us. I'm just moving right along from that sad note. I know I usually do three articles on like these style of episodes, but when I was writing this one, it seemed super short. So I figured we'd cover a fourth one this time. And uh, the third one is super fun. So it was discovered that some ants on Kangaroo Island play dead to avoid predators. I super love that. My pet beetle, Harrison, has some... Of, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, when I mess up when I'm talking, <laughs> I used to cut it out. Now I don't. So sorry about that. Uh, what I was saying was my pet beetle has the same defense mechanism. There it is. There's the words. If that's news to you, go way back to the first couple of episodes and listen to the feigning beetle episode. I don't remember what number it is, but it was pretty early. Anyways, these ants haven't been recorded doing this before, so that's big news. And the whole colony appeared dead, which is pretty impressive. Other animals with this defense mechanism do it individually. So if you think like a possum or one of those fainting goats, they do it when they perceive danger to themselves. But these ants appear to do it together when there's danger to the whole colony, which is amazing. And it kind of makes sense, because we've talked about ants before and how they're very colony-minded. They do everything kind of as a community, so the fact that they have adapted this defense mechanism together is pretty on-brand for them. Um, But still, incredible. You know I love newly discovered bug behaviors. It shows us that while we think we know so much about what is going on in the world we live in, there's still so much to learn. Also, real quick, Kangaroo Island is in Australia, if you were wondering this whole time where that was, because I was also a little confused. Australia. The last article is along the same idea. Um, Not Australia, but about learning more about our world. The actual point. Um, So this article says that scientists have discovered where butterflies originated from and which plants they first relied on for food. So about a hundred million years ago, a group of trend setting moths started flying during the day rather than at night, taking advantage of nectar-rich flowers that had co-evolved with the bees. This single event led to the evolution of all butterflies. So using fossil models and all kinds of other complicated scientific things, it was determined that the first butterflies were located in central to western North America where they then spread to Asia and Africa. This was during Pangaea, so, like, things are all really close, but still. Or right after Pangaea? It was close to that. Um, They also... This cracks me up. Did you know Antarctica used to be warm? So, during this time, they also lived in Antarctica, because they could. There used to be bugs in Antarctica. There's not now, of course, because it's too cold. But back before climate shifted and made Antarctica cold, butterflies lived there. Crazy, Uh, but knowing more about butterflies' origins can help us improve populations now by improving conditions in protected areas. And it also helps us piece together how the world we see it today came to be, which is always super exciting. I feel like that's a good note to end it on. I know sometimes I end these on a super depressing note, but not this one. We only had one kind of depressing article this month, which was super exciting. I do, so while we go over like three or four articles, I do read more to like decide if we're going to talk about them or not. And I didn't see any others that were like depressing, which was great. It wasn't a, May wasn't super depressing. Love that for us. Alrighty, that'll do it for this one. Thank you so much for learning with me today. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Bug Plug Podcast you